let me make one thing very clear. Normally, Matt, I would say this is a horrendously terrible idea. But I also think we really need to juice the excitement of this program. So I'm actually <laughs> going to vote in favor. I mean, we have, there are four of us. We'll vote. I'm voting in favor of Matt. I actually think this could be pretty exciting. Previously on Game Nights. Well, 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 how, well, how did you guys get down there? My goodness. What are, what are you two doing down there in that there pit? You know, you, you, mind, uh, you mind helping us out here there, fella? Uh, I, I don't know. You look mighty comfortable down in that there pit. Please get us out. It's gross. <laughs> With the with the uh the the strength of his deity behind him, uh, Cal, Cal Cal powers powers up the rope, and now now you're all back back in the hallway where you started. So the the hallway ends. There are three doors total. The hallway it like terminates in a door, yeah. And then there are two doors on the left side. So you're gonna see if you can uh lure the goblins out into the hall into the pit. I see. You can try to push them in the pit. I don't know if that would really Whoa. save us. Oh, bold. Mm. I like that. Okay. That could be bold. That could be bold. Put, make it sound like there's someone stuck in the pit. Yeah. Oh, man. The, the other goblins we killed. This is this is this may be the best plan we've ever had. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Then we push them in. This is so Scooby-Doo. <laughs> uh, the four of you, having forgotten that when you entered the cave, the goblins came from behind you. Uh, Jelly, you notice they come through a little hidey hole in the in oh, the right. in, on the other side of the pit. So they come through. You see two goblins, one with a scimitar, one with a short bow, look down in the pit, see nothing's there, and immediately uh, are on alert. Oh, geez. So well, that went right. well. So well, now we know where the hidey hole is. We gotta fight him. Let's go. No, they're gone. They went back into the hidey hole. Let's go chase them. Uh, you reach the end. Uh, where you find a door on the right. All right, then uh, I turn around and I say, I think we should just bust in there. Best case scenario, there's no one in there. Hell yeah. Worst case scenario, we surprise them. Bam, I love it. Yeah, so I bring up my leg to go to kick the door open, and then I kind of hesitate for a second. I just go, eh. So I just kind of reach down and just turn the knob and just kind of swing the door open. Greetings, everyone, and welcome to this edition of Game Nights. Tonight's story, The Warden, Chapter 6. You enter this room that seems to be like a, a dining hall sort of area, right? So there's there's uh, the fire that Dan heard is on, on the far wall. It's like pretty big. It's like a big uh, sort of, I don't know if fireplace is the right word, but there's a, a large fire and like a cutout with a chimney and there's like cooking pots and stuff over that. Um, you see a really long table that has been flipped on its side to face you uh, sort of diagonal across the room. It's not good. Um, and then that is about all. That's, that's what you've taken in uh, when the door closes behind you and uh, the two, two goblins with scimitars like swing at your backs. So you, you all honorable. Well, they're goblins. <laughs> I'd say, uh, let's see, actually. Cal, mm -hmm. you are going to take uh, some damage. One of the goblins behind you hit you with his, his scimitar. That's going to be... 
four damage. Okay. Um, and uh, y'all should roll for initiative. Oh, um, sorry. Important details. So the two two goblins with arrows pop up behind the table. Yep. Um, right. So they're in cover, so you'll have disadvantage on like attacks against them behind because they're behind the table. And how many were behind us? Another two. So there are two goblins behind you, two goblins behind the table. It seems to be the goblins that Dan saw through his X-ray thing. Mm. Mm. Good right. job. First of all, Dan, you're not very good at hearing things through doors. I'm just putting. Look, we, we all. <laughs> being quiet. No one's perfect, but. Dan and Sean, what did you roll? Twelve. 15, 12 and 15. Well, while he's putting that together, Dan, you seem like a guy who understands statistics well. Yeah. Do you you think you're going to have better outcomes if you roll a 1d12 or a 2d6? Better outcomes? Yeah. On average? Yeah. A 1d12. Oh, or a 2d6. Yeah. No, I think it should be the same. Okay. All right. I was just wondering. I don't know shit, so I said, Dan, Dan's a smart guy. He, he, he numbers good. That's not true at all, uh, but if you think about it... It should be an equal the, outcome. Equal, yeah, equally likely for all six of the numbers on both of the D6s. Right. Yeah. No. Okay. All right. No, that's good. All right. Anyway. Well, Sorry no, that's not... That, wait, that's totally not true, because it would be impossible to roll a one with the two D6s. That's true. So it would it would be you would be as a result more likely to get a higher roll. One twelfth the better. Two d six. All right. Actually, <clears throat> this is dumb. I don't remember what Mal's hit points are, and I don't have my sheet in front of me. Sheet. <laughs> well, it's because yeah. uh, he's a level he's a level four, right? Yeah. Well, it's four it's four d ten hit dice, so you can, you can roll a fresh. Hit points well, if you really don't know. Oh, you know what? I, I mean, I think it's sheet. it's twenty something, right? I put it in the in the chat. Somewhere. No, I only have a. I don't have your sheet. Um, I'm just gonna guess if okay. if this if it's not on my desktop right here, uh, it's not. So I'm gonna say it's twenty five. All right, so we're ready to do battle. So oh yeah. Uh, <laughs> in in order, I'm gonna trust you all to keep track of your hit points. Um, and I'll keep track of the goblins and Mal. Uh, so in order, we have Cal, Mal, the the first goblin with the scimitar, the first goblin, Archer, behind the table, Dell, Art, and then the second goblin with the scimitar and the second Archer behind the table. Easy to remember. Indeed. Uh, so, Cal, you're, you're up first. Yep. Ready to hit these guys hard. You know what the first thing I'm going to do there? Uh, Colby, I don't. Dungeon Master Colby, uh, the first thing I'm going to do is I am going to cast a spell. Um, it's called Tasha's Hideous Laughter. Classic. All right. What Tasha's Hideous Laughter does is a creature of your choice within range perceives everything as hilariously funny and falls into fits of laughter. Um. If this spell affects them, the target must succeed on a wisdom saving throw or fall prone, becoming incapacitated and unable to stand up for the duration of battle. So are you casting Tasha's hideous laughter on it does a particular say, creature? 
A creature with an intelligence score of four or less isn't affected. So, yeah, what, so this this would affect the goblins. Okay. Okay. So um, that means that you one of the all right. I'm gonna attack the goblin that attacked me with the scimitar. Okay. So that's I'll say that's goblin with the scimitar one. Yep. And he has, so he has to roll a um, wisdom saving throw. He has to succeed okay. on wisdom saving throw. So I guess that means fifteen or better. Okay. He does not succeed. Nice. Um, so go- <laughs> goblin one uh, struck struck with math spell. Uh, and un- unable to to overcome the magic, uh, sees sees Mal this halfling in his uh, sort of ridiculous cowboy hat that he got in uh, Shaker Heights, and start just topples over, cracking up. <laughs> uh, so Goblin One is on the ground, laugh laughing his ass off, um, <laughs> much to the chagrin of his of his comrades. Oh, I see. So at the end of its turn, it can, so he continues at the end of each of his turns, he continues to uh, do a saving throw. Yeah. At the end of each turn, each time it takes damage, the target can make another wisdom saving throw. Target okay. has advantage on the saving throw if it's triggered by damage. I see. On okay. Steps, the spell ends. Yep. Uh, cool. So it's, it's Mal's turn. Mal, so Mal is going to try... Uh, to move and get away from the goblins with the scimitars. So he's going to go over to the, like, I don't know, like far corner of the room. Um, The the corner that's straight ahead from the door you guys came in. Um, And then he's going to try and take a shot at the goblin, one of the, 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 uh, the first goblin archer behind the table. Uh, and he has disadvantage because he's behind the table and he, he doesn't succeed. Uh, so now we're to uh, Similitar Goblin 1, who is incapacitated, but he'll get to do a saving throw. He does not succeed. So we're on to Goblin Archer 2, uh, who is going to take a shot at Adele. Moi. And he definitely doesn't succeed either. So now we're on to Dell. It's your turn. Sick. Uh, there are still two goblins behind the uh, table. Mm-hmm. And the table is made out of wood? Correct. Is the fire between me and the table? Uh, so the fire is... Uh, so the fire is, like, on the, the edge of the room, but the one end of the table is, like, in the middle. Like, it's not in the fire, but it's, like... Uh, so if the room's a big square, let me mm-hmm. let me see if I can draw draw a quick diagram for you. Okay, I'm excited to see this diagram. I now what's the scale on this diagram? Is it like one <laughs> centimeter is a hundred feet? Uh, oh, okay. look at that! Wow, they're well fortified. Look at that. <laughs> this is people. You gotta go watch the video version on YouTube because you won't get this anywhere else. Yeah, we're we're moving up quality mm-hmm. here. We got diagrams now. Hell yeah. So in in any case, the 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 table is quite close to the fire, but it's not like in the fire. And the the fire is in like an inset in the wall kind of thing. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna look something up real quick. Sneering strike and striking uh-huh. snare. 
Okay, what I wanted to do, I want, I want, I really want to light this table on fire. I really want to light it on fire. Mm, that sounds um, satisfying. The only way I could think of doing this, though, is to take my rope and my adventurer's pack and, like, throw it in such a way that one end is in the fire and the, and the rest of it is next to the table. Because I can't do the thing I want to, which is light an arrow on fire. Mm. I, at that point, I'd be right next to the fire. I, I might as well, in the table, I might as well just do it that way. Uh, I see. So I, I think that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to take up my adventuring rope. And I'm just going to try to, there's a lot of it. So I'm just going to try to throw it in that little nook between where the where the fire is and where the table is. Okay. Uh, Want to roll dexterity for me? I sure as all hell do. Ugh, 13. 13. So I think you do, you throw it and you succeed. You get one end uh, in the fire. One end of the rope goes in the fire. The other end of the rope uh, lands like sort of up against the table and the rope starts to burn. Okay. All right. That's, is that my turn? Uh, I think so, probably. Unless you want to move or something, but... Uh, I guess I guess I'll move into the corner, the of your drawing, the upper left hand corner. Okay. Giving me hopefully the best angle at these goblins behind the thing. Cool. Art, we're on to on to you. All right. Uh, now, quick uh, point of order. Point of order. Mm. Um, the uh, the dude who's who's busting a gut, laughing on the ground, but at this point, doing it for so long, we're really uncomfortable about it. I would say. Um, yes. Be like, is there something? There's something really wrong with that guy. Um, if I were to attack him, I, I don't. Do I get some kind of special advantage because he's on the ground rolling around laughing? No, uh, you don't get advantage, but he gets mm. advantage on his saving. Throw. So if you damage him, uh, he'd get advantage on the saving throw gotcha. to stop rolling around laughing on the ground. Okay, that makes sense. Um, mm. I am going to. Uh, I am going to attack the other scimitar guy who is not on the ground. Who cool. is behind us? Um, and I am going to pick up my great sword, and I am going to thrust it in the direction of of this fine gentleman. And okay. let's go to the dice cam four thousand and great sword. Bam, twenty five. Well, wait, that uh, can't certainly- be right. Why do I even fucking bother with this goddamn app? It seems like there's some bugs with the. the well, desk no, you know they automatically desk. compute all your various scores, but like the math makes no sense, and you cannot change it. So instead, I'm just gonna do this, which is, uh, well, I, all right, I probably should have gone with the other one because I rolled a two, so, um, <laughs> a two plus is a six. How about uh? No, I'll take the six. The... Look, I'm not going with the. I'll take the six. I rolled the two, so that's on me. Okay, I mean, if it's a six, like you don't you don't hit the goblin, like you thrust at him, and he kind of like uh, shimmies out of the way <laughs> um, and is unharmed. Okay. Uh, so, speaking of goblin, goblin with a scimitar too, uh, it's his turn, and he's gonna go for you, uh, Art, because you just tried to stab him. Yeah, we're kind of going at it one to one here. I like it. Yeah. So uh, he rolls. A 16? A 16? Uh, well, that is a tie. A tie? What happens in a tie? I forget. Does, does the defender win a tie? I feel like he does. I think so. The tie okay. 
So uh, <laughs> flip a coin. Sean, Sean is is or I'm sorry, Art is un undamaged. Uh, we're on to the second goblin archer, who is also going to take take a take a pot shot at Art, uh, seeing seeing him try going after his pal there. Um, well and He rolls a fourteen. Mm, that is a miss. All right, so his uh, arrow misses wide right. Clatters, clatters against the wall, uh, and we are back to Cal. Uh, I'm not going to get too fancy here. I think I'm just going to take up my old crossbow and uh, shoot some fools with it. Shoot some fools. I think that's what I'm going to do. It's fool uh, season. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, <laughs> so I'm going to take my crossbow, take aim at just whatever. Can I see the diagram again? I see the diagram. You're gonna regret making this diagram, Colby. <laughs> oh, the diagram. If, if, yeah. you, if you will please refer to the diagram. <laughs> I like this. Right. Okay. So uh, you are pretty close to where the you are here arrow is. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for clearing that up. Well, so so Dan, Dell, and Mal have moved. Right. Uh, Dell and Mal are are now uh, up here. Colby, I, I I have a question. Out of band, do you use sticky notes? Uh, I, I'm currently I use sticky notes for D and D. Oh, okay. That's that's why you have sticky notes. Yeah, yeah. That's the only oh. reason I have sticky okay. notes. Can you please amend the record to reflect where Dan and Sean exactly are, are standing? Sure. Please? You got it. You got it. <laughs> okay. Thank you. While you do that, I'm going to roll a uh, oh, an eighteen is what I rolled. An 18 against uh, who? The gob- whatever goblin is closest to me. One of them okay. that's behind the table, preferably. Oh, one of- so if it's behind the table, you have to roll again because you have disadvantage. No, all right. Whatever one's closest to me, then. I see. <laughs> um, so that, that'd that be goblin with a scimitar, too. Okay. Uh, yep, that's what not, I mean. So not the laughing one. Nope. Um, so what, what, what do you do for damage? So I got an 18, so that, that's... Uh, I got to roll a one d eight. What are you attacking with, by the way? My crossbow. Cool. My crossbow. One d eight damage. Where's my d? There's my d eight. Whoa! I only rolled a two. Two. Two damage. Yep, just two damage. But yeah. Um. Okay. So so goblin with a scimitar two takes uh two damage. Mm-hmm. So we're we're on to Mal. Mal Mal's gonna try and uh, crossbow one of the table goblins again. Table goblins. Hashtag table goblins. <laughs> uh, so he rolled a nineteen, and then a uh, oh a sixteen. So uh, he's gonna get him. Let's see. Uh, Nice. So uh, Mal kills Goblin Goblin Archer One behind the table. So so Goblin Archer One peeks his head up, and Mal puts a crossbow bolt right in his eye. Hey, uh, nice! Comes out the back of his head. He's he falls to the ground dead immediately. Uh, so we're on Scimitar Goblin One, who is still laughing hysterically. Um, and he rolls an 11, which I assume, I don't think is, is good enough to succeed on that wisdom saving throw. 
Uh, so he continues to laugh hysterically. Dale, it's up. It's uh, your turn. How's that table looking? Uh, so, oh, good, good, excellent question. So the the rope has like burned to the table, mm-hmm. um, and uh, there seems to have been something sort of flammable on the table because one one corner has like lit up. So 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 the the uh, corner of the table closest to the fireplace. Seems okay. to be on fire independently of the rope. Cool. Uh, so, and there are two scimitar goblins left still. Mm-hmm. One of which is laughing. Correct. Okay, I'm gonna shoot. I'm gonna try to uh, longbow the laughing one. The do laughing. I get? Yeah. Do I get advantage on that? No, he will get advantage on his wisdom saving throw, though, if you damage him. I guess. Oh. Maybe I don't want to do that. I'll shoot the other one then. The uh, the stand the the goblin the undisabled the, goblin with a the scimitar. undisabled yeah undisabled scimitar goblin. Cool. Nice. Unnatural twenty. Well, you certainly hit him. Cool. Seven damage. Uh, with seven damage, I think he's going to die. Nice! Uh, do you wish to describe his death? I would absolutely <laughs> like to. So... <laughs> uh, he was attacking someone, right? Uh, uh, Goblin with a scimitar 2 was going after Art, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Art? Arthur? Me, me. Arthur. Artie, oh, Artie. oh, sorry, I, f- I forgot. Art, Artie of the party. I forgot your name, Art. Uh, yeah, so he's he's sort of trying to go to town on Art over there, who had a tragic miss with his sword attack, and then as he's like rearing up for for another go, that's when it sticks him right through the throat, like boop, pops right out, and then he collapses down on the ground, and Art is nice. safe to fight another day. All right, Scimitar Goblin 2 is dead. So we have uh, enemies left include the Laughing Goblin, who is still incapacitated, and uh, the second Goblin Archer, who is still behind the table. Um, and it's Art, it is, your, it is your turn. Right. Okay. The, the, the burning table. Now, uh, how far... So obviously, uh, Matt and I are still over by the door. How far is the table from where we're standing in feet, roughly? I would say 30 feet. Okay, that, that my idea is not going to work. So uh, what I will do instead is I might as well, I'm going to, someone's going to do it eventually. So I'm going to take my great sword and attack the laughing guy on the ground. Mm-hmm. Um, I take my great sword above my head and I say very dramatically, well, it looks like this joke is on you. And then I, I hit him with the... With the with the the sword, and I triumphantly swing and hit him with a twelve. <laughs> uh, if by triumphantly swing and hit him, you mean uh, I see, you swing I see and the miss. marketing content uh, uh, technique that you used there, Sean. That was good. Thank you. I appreciate That's that. Cool. I'll try and save my better catchphrases for for when I actually hit. I should I roll said- first. Looks like this guy's had the last laugh. Oh, see, that's a good one. I'll use it on the next one. Thank you. <laughs> you, you can you can submit your jokes to game nights TV yeah. at gmail.com. <laughs> <laughs>
Hey folks, we're gonna take a quick intermission here, uh, catch your breath, get something to drink, go use the restroom, uh, while I remind you of some stuff here about our show Game Nights. Thanks for joining us, listening to this episode. We've been having a lot of fun playing through the warden here. We're getting action-packed, things are exciting this episode, and I can assure you that moving forward it only gets more exciting, uh, and we appreciate having you along for the ride. If you'd like more information about this show and links to get both the audio and video versions, the video versions are great. We do little diagrams and fun things on the video. You can get it anytime on our website at gamenights.tv. It's a one-stop shop. You can even click the green subscribe button at the top and get links to everywhere you can subscribe to the show, which is the best way to get it because we have a bit of a sporadic publishing schedule. So subscribing is the best way to do it, video on YouTube, and then you can subscribe anywhere you get podcasts. You can get our program I'll also encourage you to follow us on Twitter at Game Nights TV, where we post when new episodes become available. And you can contact us on Twitter and via email at GameNightsTV at gmail.com. That's our email address. You can reach out to us there. We love hearing from fans. We've, we've heard from a few. That's been great as we've moved ahead uh, in this new adventure. Uh, it's been wonderful. So I will also tease, of course... Game Night's part of the Coffee and Beer Podcast Network. Uh, we got a couple other great shows that uh, we love to cross-promote, including Don't Panic, the technology podcast on gadgets, the internet, and you. Uh, it's a wonderful roundtable show. Each week we do a little bit of fun banter, and then we get into the week's tech news and give some analysis and insight what you need to know. And I'll tease, of course, I'm dating ourselves, but we're just about to begin 2018. In January, CES, the Consumer Electronics Show, will have wall-to-wall coverage of all the new tech for 2018. It's a great time of year, so you'll want to start subscribing and listening then. Uh, I'll also encourage you to check out Up for Debate at upfordebate.tv, the podcast uh, that can and often does talk about anything. We've got some great topic ideas for the coming year. Uh, upcoming episodes, we're talking about the new Star Wars movie. We're reading a book about the history of Dungeons & Dragons, which may interest you guys, um, of Dice and Men, so that'll be exciting. So it's a great show, Up for Debate. TV. You can get it moving forward there. That's going to do it for this intermission. Thanks for joining us. We'll get you back to the action right now. We appreciate you listening. Uh, let's resume our story where we left off. In any case, our, our, uh, your clever DM sees through Sean's marketing ruse. Um, <laughs> Sean, Sean misses uh, by just a hair. It was really close. But uh, his great sword clangs to the floor instead of uh, clanging through the goblin. Um, Art, while you're while we're with you, could you roll a perception check for me? I can. I don't know if I want to, but I certainly will give it a shot for you. Uh, here we go. It is a fifteen. A fifteen. Finally, Ooh. I roll something reasonable. That's good. <laughs> so. Uh, as after your uh, you miss your your possibly a little embarrassing miss of the incapacitated goblin on the floor, um, you hear through the door, like back down the hallway you came from, you hear what sounds like a door open and then close quite loudly. Um, and uh, we're on to goblin. Oh, well, hang on, because oh, I can because I, I can take an action additionally on my turn, right? I get an attack and an action. Sure. All right, so I reach behind me, I slam the door shut, and I take my elbow and I bang it so that the door handle comes off. <laughs> I break the door handle, so uh, hypothetically, I would assume maybe it still works, but I would assume it doesn't come in. I don't know if I have to do a strength check to. No, I, I, I'll, I'll, I'll allow that. Okay. All right. Um. So I've locked cool. us into this room with a table that's slowly on fire and two goblins who want to kill us. You're yes. welcome. <laughs> yes. So, uh, Goblin Archer one, um seeing the burning table moves uh, sort of farther down to the other end of the table that is not on fire. 
the fire is making him kind of kind of uncomfortable uh in general he's feeling pretty uncomfortable because uh he's the only like conscious one of his comrades left um so goblin archer one is gonna take take a shot at art and he's gonna miss totally probably because he's so freaked out uh he's starting to panic uh, but cal it's we're on to your turn okay um remind me again who who is still who is still alive in this battle here so uh still alive we have the uh second so one goblin archer and the laughing goblin who's on the floor okay um let me see that tablet there i drew i drew a little diagram nice okay Okay. Yeah, very informative. Yes, very informative <laughs> indeed. Um, I'm going to assume that the archer is behind the table, correct? That's correct. So if I wanted to cast a spell at him, I want to use Eldritch Blast to hit him. Okay. Does that? How does the table factor in for that spell? Uh, so what do you do? You roll something to see if Eldritch Blast hits. Uh, it's a one. Let me see. Make a ranged spell attack against the target. On a hit, yeah. the target takes 1d10 force damage. Mm-hmm. So I assume it's just like a regular roll, just like if you were attacking with a weapon. Like dexterity? Okay. Like, yeah, basically. Or not not even, like a uh, just a regular armor roll, I think. Oh, yeah, I see, I see. Okay, yeah, so yeah. so why don't, why don't you roll a ranged attack? Um, yeah. I'll roll my d20. Oh, crap. Yeah, but would he would he still be at disadvantage? Because the I think so. I think oh, okay. so. Yeah. So yeah. I guess you'd roll roll it twice. Huh. OK, well, the first time I rolled a five. Which I guess. Is actually a yeah, just a five. No, charisma governs my. So it's a seven. So I rolled a okay. seven and three. So I guess you take the three and neither of them. Hit. Yeah. Uh, they don't hit, but the the blast hits the table, and so seeing the blast coming, the goblin like ducks behind the table, but it it hits the table and like bumps the table back, so it hits the goblin in the head, um, and yeah. so he'll take one damage. Cool. Even even though you uh, nice you do super well. Why does it break the table? Just out of curiosity, this must be a damn strong table here. Uh, it's a pretty so, hefty table. Maybe if you had uh, rolled better, like maybe if you had better <laughs> control over your magical abilities, you could uh, you could break tables. But I think you got some work to do in the meantime. It's still still a spagic mel there, Colby. Uh, yeah, yeah. You should have um, prayed harder to the old one. <laughs> right. Uh, so uh, as as you're you're uh, so, sort of recovering from your the spell you just cast, Cal, you hear on the door behind you, which Sean has sort of like broken. You hear hear someone like sort of try and open it, and and like I don't know if if they they sort of try and open the door, assuming it's going to open, and it doesn't open, so they like hit their head against the head. against the yes the against very slap the very slapsticky goblins, right? Yeah, and, and you you hear some some uh, muffled uh, scolding. <laughs> going on someone is yelling uh and is uh displeased um but in any case we're we're on to mal 
So the archer is like laying down behind the table. So I don't think he can see him. So instead, Mal is going to move behind the, try and get around the table um, to get back there so he can shoot him and slash be in a cover position in case some whoever uh, is banging, banging on the door here gets through. Uh, so Mal's going to have to roll a small dexterity check just to see if he can uh, sort of get through the fire on that side of the table without hurting himself. And uh, I think he does. So Mal, Mal winds up on the other side of the table in, in view, uh, in non-disadvantage view of the, the last goblin archer. Um, so we're on to goblin, the laughing goblin. Uh, he rolls 14. He almost, he almost got out. He was close. <laughs> um, but he is still laughing. Uh, and we're on to you, Dell. Sweet. I'm going to try to shoot the goblin that is behind the burning table. Okay. Is he still in cover from where I'm positioned? From where you're positioned, yeah. All right, that's fine. Here we go. How's that table looking? Uh, So the table, I think, is half engulfed in flames now. Nice. I rolled a, uh, what would be a 20 and a 24. Oh, well, you certainly (laughs) Yeah. Whew, 12 damage. 12 damage. Uh, So that goblin is totally dead. Feel feel free to elaborate. Nice. Uh... The, the arrow passes through the burning part of the table <laughs> on fire, hits him, lights his clothes on fire. He sort of, you know, runs around for a little bit and then boop. <laughs> I like it. Um, cool. So uh, Goblin Archer is dead. So we'll be on to we're we're about to be on to Art's turn. Um but at that at that moment, as Art uh, is is about to do whatever he's about to do, the door behind you crashes open, uh, and in like storms a bugbear with a sort of like crippled looking goblin strapped to his chest. So this goblin has like uh, what seems to be an injured arm. He's holding like a scimitar in one arm, and and his legs uh, look pretty messed up. Um, Is he riding like a like a like a battle mech or something <laughs> well no he's sort of in like a like like a um like a baby harness like you know when parents have their child like in front of in the in the thing in front of them and the, so the child's facing mm-hmm. forwards and it's he's strapped on like that so he's strapped onto this bugbear um and this bugbear uh roars quite quite loudly but he has like a plate on his head like sort of like stapled in or like nailed nailed to his head oh my god um so frankenstein bugbear right they they seem quite 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 a ferocious pair so the bugbear has a big like club thing uh this little goblin has a scimitar uh and they're they're like in the fray now so so they'll be uh last in our initiative order being last of the fight uh but art it is your turn I am done messing around. <laughs> no more Mr. Nice Guy. No right. more Mr. Nice Guy. Uh, so I... Do these, uh, these two, uh, this pair, do they happen to fit within a, a 15-foot cone? Oh, you know it. <laughs> Pour one out for, uh, what's his name? 
Well, and that's funny, Dan, because you, you you borrowed a bit of my thunder there, because that's exactly what oh. I'm going to do. So, oh. uh, so uh, those folks in the 15-foot cone, they're going to get toasted with my f- breath weapon. And it's not halitosis. No, it is uh, flame. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> so the characters, Colby, must make a, I don't know if they each have to do it, but uh, a dexterity saving throw. Mm, I think just the bugbear is going to do it, because the... Uh... The little guy has no has uh really doesn't have any any uh motor control at this point. Fair enough. Um all right. So the bugbear rolls a ten for dexterity. Ooh, just barely doesn't make it. Doesn't make it. Does not make it. No, that is a fail save. That's a two D six damage. Uh, six plus one, so that's seven uh, fire damage. So seven fire damage each. Um, no. I, I, y- yes, yeah. So I, I'm sorry, just seven, seven fire damage. You said, yeah. Okay. Um. Yeah. So, Again, I don't know how we're delineating between these two characters. Sure, sure. That's that's on me. So the the uh the bugbear and his uh <laughs> rider are engulfed in flames. Um, Green flames. Yes. Right, Green Tol- totally engulfed. Uh, Bugbears are kind of hairy creatures, so like his Very hair flammable. just goes goes up. Um, the the goblin strapped to his chest screeches uh, as he is uh, totally burned to a crisp and dies on the spot. Um, <laughs> this is amazing. So this is this, best this, name this, of my life. This poor goblin uh, is dead before you ever had a chance to talk to him. Um, <laughs> and, it sounds like you would have been really fun to talk to. Oh, and sounds like we missed. Now, out. No, we never now, do talk to any of these characters. We usually just no. try to kill them. Like, maybe they're really <laughs> nice. It, 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 who was advocating for that earlier, Mister Art? Uh, so, uh, I have a question though. Do I do I think from this, you know, what I've observed here that the goblin was con- like controlling the bugbear somehow, like? more directly than simply telling it what to do um no i don't think so so in a, in a moment of uh seemingly impossible insight you know that uh the the bugbear and the goblin have sort of had sort of a symbiotic relationship um sure. so the the bugbear being uh, a smidge brain damage from the the uh whatever wound uh he incurred to get the metal plate in his head like isn't isn't super super sharp nowadays um but he and the uh the the crippled goblin had had a a nice uh uh you scratch my back i'll scratch yours kind of relationship uh where the bugbear was the muscle the 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 smaller goblin was the uh the brains of the operation and they they operate as they they worked as a pair um, however, the brains are dead, so uh, and, you are left with a, a a singed and angry bugbear uh, that isn't very smart. Well, nope. so um, I so would I like, like to use my action surge to get an additional action. Okay. And I would like to use it to uh, shove my greatsword directly into this uh, bugbear because I'm done screwing around. And in that case, I roll and twenty four. Uh, you you certainly hit the bugbear, and I do plus four. Is it? I do thirteen damage. 
13 damage. You heard me right. Um, that's no, quite no a bit mis- of damage. No mistake about it. Sean is Any, uh, here. Would, would you like to qualify how you, how you oh, do Oh, God, yes. I lo- I, thank you, Colby. What a friendly reminder. So, so I take my great sword in my hands, and I go to... Uh, uh, I go to 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 shove it in, and um, I, I and, and I and I and I shout very dramatically. Uh, looks like you're about to grin and bear it, and I shove it right. I shove it through the goblin oh, on the front dear. of him into Dude. his stomach, um, mm. and then I pull it out, and it's covered in both goblin and bugbear juice. Mm. Gross. And some Gross. of his guts fall out. It's it's uh, pretty cool. It was pretty cool. Yeah, I think some of his guts definitely do fall Not out. Not like the like super important ones, but like, you know. Just just some he's got some danglers. Mm. Um <laughs> Gross. Uh so uh it is now the bugbear's turn who is uh hurting. He's mad, he's sad, he's having a lot of feelings all at once. <laughs> uh and he's, he's coming for you, Art. He doesn't have a lot of emotional intelligence, I think it's safe to say too. Bring it on. So he swings his giant club thing, his morning star at you. So he rolls a 17. Oh, just barely hits me. Okay. Um, and so that does. So uh, that only lucky you that only does six damage. Oh um, so so he he sort of like. Uh, nicks you maybe uh, more than anything, but it 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 does hurt. It this thing has like spikes on it, uh, and they're through your armor and and uh, into your uh, dragony dragony flesh. Mm. Uh, so you take six damage, and then it is Cal's turn. How far away from the bugbear am I? You're quite close to the bugbear. Okay, uh, the bugbear could I'm... easily hit you with his clubby thing if he so desired. Sure. I'm going to attack the bugbear. I'm going to attack the bugbear with Eldritch Blast. Okay. And I rolled a uh, six. Mm, uh, <laughs> now, how are you using the book in this? Is the book like, is the Eldritch Blast being emitted from the book? Do you have to talk to it every time? I don't like, know. What's the deal is here? The, is the book my source of power? I was under the impression that I had like a magic. I, I think you get to decide that. A magical tool. I'm just saying I the book seems the book, to be pretty important to you. The way I've interpreted it is that the book has given me special powers. But I so need you, it's not like you have the book out with you at all times. No, I'm not like reading from the book. And here's like, the, I think the source of my power, it says um, it's an arcane focus which I chose to be a crystal, which I like to think is like a crystal that is like hanging around my neck and I like pull it out. So what I, what happened was when I found the book, there was a a special like insert in the book Mm. that this crystal was like a part of. And the, the old one instructed me to grab the crystal and pull it out of the book. And that's where like, where I can cast the spells from. I see. Okay. That makes sense. On my spare time, though, once in a while, if I want to get uh-huh. real crazy, I'll take the book out and just read a couple pages of it. Uh-huh. And, like, time will be completely lost. Like, a right. day could go by, and I'll all have thought it was, like, 10 seconds. But, like, I get engrossed in the, in the, in the knowledge of the old one. Um, we are. An arcane knowledge that is uh, well beyond my comprehension. Um, 
but regardless, I carry out the old one's wishes. So and right now, I right. think he wants me to kick some bare ass right now. Well, actually, mm-hmm. it really doesn't because I already rolled. So and I missed. <laughs> right. And everything is the will of the old one. So indeed, right. uh, yeah. Your your blast goes wide. Um, it hits the the door um, behind the bugbear, which is. Uh, already kind of mangled from having a bugbear come through it it is now like completely destroyed it like burst into into splinters um and uh it's mal's turn so i think mal's gonna do the obvious thing uh and take take a shot at this bugbear uh and he gets a 15 which is not not good enough unfortunately he shoots an arrow but it is deflected by the bugbear's armor so uh, we're on to the Laughing Goblin, who is still uh, still alive, still kicking, and still, well, literally kicking because he is laughing so hard. <laughs> uh, he rolls a two for his wisdom saving throw. Nice. Uh, so he's, he's still laughing. Uh, and Dell, it's your turn. Sweet. How much of the table is on fire at this point? Oh, uh, I think we're we're at this point three quarters of the table is on fire. Nice. Um, um, how could I push this table or is it too heavy? Uh, you could push it. Yeah, you could totally move it. Uh, uh-huh. you can like throw it or something like that. Sure. <laughs> so, so here's what, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to, I'm going to move to the side of the table that is, uh, not on fire. Okay. And I am going to just start shoving it towards the door and the bugbear and shout, get out of the way, and hope these fools make a good uh, dexterity saving throw. What? <laughs> okay, you're going to go to the non-fire. So just to be clear, mm-hmm. the uh, so so the part the part of the table I, I colored in is the fired <laughs> part, right? Yeah. So the fire oh. the fire extends down from the <laughs> fireplace to the end. So you want to uh-huh. go uh, from here. I'm in the I'm upper left hand corner. Yeah. Right from here over around the table and push this this way. Yeah. Okay. That's what I want to do. Okay. So I think you can you can definitely run over to that corner of the table. Could you roll a strength check for me? I sure can. <laughs> Six. Six. Uh, <laughs> You you do manage to move the table a little bit, but like only a couple of feet. I'm, I I I feel okay. like that wasn't quite the effect that you were going for. No. Um, indeed. Uh, would you mind rolling a perception check for me? Sixteen. Sixteen. Uh, so you notice one thing. You notice uh before you run out of that the corner you were in before is that there's like. Uh, uh, sort of a hidey, another hidey hole thing that you hadn't seen before. Um, Jesus. And there seems to be some like weird, this weird like blood red mist coming out of it. Like not a lot, but just like wisps of it. Um, you never quite seen it, seen anything quite like it. It's it seems kind of weird. Maybe maybe a little magical. Um, but in any case, that that is happening. So, oh, just uh, no, no big deal. <laughs> 